0: Oh boy, yeah, I don't know exactly how to start this one. It feels like it's got some weight to it, but I think that's maybe a good thing. So this one is called, I Quit My Church Job to Try and Better Follow Jesus, and I'm sure that title probably grabbed some of you, and uh, well, there's a lot of things going on, but let's be honest, uh, it's all good. Everything's good. I'm doing fine. But here's what I would love to do in this episode I would like to explain and share just positive things about what is next and how I want to try to help people like you, and then how you can maybe be a part of it. That's all. So, what's going on? All right. Well, On December 31st of this past year, I had my last day at the last job I had, a church job. Lovely people there, really fantastic times. I have plenty of good memories with the young folk that I had the chance to be around because I was the youth director, the college lunches that I had, all of the porch visits, my gosh, the countless porch visits that I'm not even sure people knew I was doing all throughout COVID. Great times all around but I felt as though it was time to keep growing and my parents raised my brother and I to have something that's called a growth mindset that there's always new challenges that we should be taking on and we should always be growing and you've probably heard it in multiple different ways throughout this podcast whatever this is called So I started this podcast like years ago because I had some hiker friends that really enjoyed the way I talked about Jesus, but they seemed to trust me because I didn't work at a church anymore. And I started to realize like, oh, wow, that's really kind of fun for me to have that type of a freedom, I guess you could say. Well, on January 1st of this year, I thought it'd be interesting to give myself a fresh start to do something maybe audacious and to walk away from a paycheck to say, I feel called to go in this direction and to make that kind of decision might not have been quote unquote wise to particular people, but it's okay because I quit my church job to try and follow Jesus better for myself. Yeah, but here's the thing. I could kind of feel it in, in my body that it was time to grow. You know, uh, sometimes we have these thoughts and we have these ideas, but sometimes those thoughts and ideas are after the fact that our body somehow is already showing it. You know, sometimes you can get a cramp in your neck or perhaps you have like a jittery leg or maybe you're just always tapping your hand because you're. You're restless. You need to do something different. You need to change it up. You need to do something new. Well, it's always, always a good idea to try to choose to grow. Even if it's inconvenient for other people, you can't wait for other people to give you permission to grow. Or else you could end up waiting your entire life. You could wait months, years, decades waiting for other people to say yeah now it's time for you to grow well here i am (laughs) Uh, oh man okay so i could feel it but here's the thing i was driving around in my wrangler probably in november of last year and uh an idea popped in my mind of what would it look like to be working for the church, but not a church in particular. I've come around to this kind of expansive understanding of Jesus that's really omni-denominational. I like all the denominations. And in some sense, because I really think that the mystery of God is larger than any little box we try to put God in. And so I'll quote from anyone that I want to. But that also means I, I kind of want to walk and talk among all of them. Why not? That just sounds fun, right? Why not walk and talk among all the churches and spend a lot of time outside of the church walls? Mm, How about that? Uh, I I feel as though I've been in the, the ministry game or profession for at least 20 years. Pretty much straight out of high school, I worked in camps. Or in churches or internships and I've just always been in that world and it's it's true when you have to be a part of an institution you have to toe the middle line and you can't talk about particular topics well I want to write I want to create things I want to host events I want to meet people for coffee All while being not tied to a building on purpose. Because I don't have the agenda of having you come to my particular pews or church in some capacity like that. I really want to be with that freedom to go out and about and to actually meet people without having any agenda other than helping them to grow or be invited further into the mystery for themselves. Why not? Right? along the way i've studied a fair amount about developmental theories and how people change and grow and the church actually has a lot of those as well and i honestly think we could all benefit from learning more about these things i myself have grown so much by realizing in numerous ways oh i was stuck over there and i was stuck in that capacity i was stuck in that capacity and as I started looking at these different spheres or parts of my life, I realized, oh, I'm actually in arrested development myself in particular ways. So then as I started learning some of these things, like my gosh, everyone needs to talk about these things. We all need to. And here's here's something an in insider knowledge, I guess you could say. I I really think that the actual Christ Jesus of Nazareth is actually too real, too raw, too beautiful for the institutional church in the west. I'm not against church, right? But but God doesn't wait for us to fill out the paperwork on a 501c3 before a group becomes a quote-unquote church that gives witness to life and its struggles and its victories together, and I would love to host events and to just i don't know give give some deeper witness to the experiences that we all have you know yes i've been in the church business world for a long time and it's probably hard to hear it that way but the word business actually makes sense i actually have felt over the years decades that there are particular topics that are avoided. We don't talk about particular things and we don't even stress strong opinions in some ways because the bottom line is we have to keep people coming back in order to get the tithes to keep the building open. But if someone's untied (laughs) from a building and is free to actually talk about the things that all of us are actually dealing with, oh yeah, I want to do that. So I've noticed uh, along the way that I actually think a number of churches I've been in in the past have been stuck. Uh, I know some of the common pitfalls. I get it. It's hard to talk about darkness and, and death and depression and alcoholism and did I say addiction and divorce and despair and psychological health and emotionally healthy spirituality it's hard to talk about those things and I'll be honest uh, I, I don't think we have an excuse to not talk about those things so moving forward here's the deal I don't want to be some form of a digital pastor okay I want to meet with people in person if you're interested let's get coffee that's cool if you want to come to an event great let's see what we can do to help you to continue to grow and blossom as a human being in your own faith and life i want to speak on retreats and meet people that are really interested in continuing to grow i just want to to do the things that at this point in my life i feel not only skilled at but called to do and so if there's a way moving forward that i can become some sort of a not a pastor not a theologian but something in between a pastoral theologian at large oh man yeah that sounds great to me i feel like this is actually a a, an adventurous thing to leave a church job for the sake of stepping out into the unknown and trying to give to the world a gift that you think that the world actually needs that also makes you come alive is a great thing for everyone involved (laughs) right and here's the thing is i'm going to trust that this year i will find a way to make an income that in some sense god will provide eventually and that this is actually where spirit is pulling me so let me share with you some thoughts. There have been times in my life over the past 20 years of doing formal ministry in the conventional sense. There have been times in my life when I was told to not talk about the dark night of the soul. And it's a universal human experience. Why not talk about the dark things of life if we all struggle with it? I have very much enjoyed this one quote from Carl Jung that says one does not become enlightened by imagining figures of light, but by making the darkness bright. That the way out away from the darkness is not to avoid it, but to walk straight through it and to shine a light on it directly. How great is that? Over the past 20 years, I've actually been told to not talk about social issues. Don't talk about the news. Don't talk about what's happening in the media. Just only talk about Jesus. Well, the problem is I I feel as though uh, Jesus actually has something to say about the news. Has something to say about what's actually happening globally. We, we're in a world that's now more globalist than ever thanks to the internet. We can't afford... To not have critical, hopeful engagement with the events that happened like two days before. Otherwise, we're just falling into a a spirituality of escapism, right? But Jesus is all about a spirituality of incarnation. I've been told (laughs) over the past 20 years, stop quoting so many theologians. Stop quoting all these people from church history, John. Why do you have to bring in psychology? Why do you have to bring in economics? I'm like, what is happening right now? Well, part of my framework, and maybe you've heard of this in the past, is that all things will be gathered up in God. And so it's actually a very uh, healthy thing to integrate all the disciplines that we come across to integrate the best and most unique insights of current medicine, of current psychology, of current sociology, to let these things work integratively with how we approach this mystery that we call God. Um, I've even been told that people don't want to talk about emotionally healthy spirituality. And I, I actually disagree. All of us know, On some deep level that we are desperately in need of emotionally healthy spirituality today so that Carl Jung quote that I mentioned earlier actually has a a sentence ahead of it and it goes like this the people will do anything no matter how absurd in order to avoid facing their own soul and I think that's absolutely true and sometimes religion can be one of the best places to hide from confronting your own soul. Yeah? That religion can become hijacked by our own selfish ego, by our own shadow side, to avoid confronting our own shadows. Ooh! Right? Isn't that profound? So here's the thought. is I've enjoyed this parable that comes from the gospel of matthew where jesus says uh the person who was a scribe of the law who becomes a disciple of the kingdom is like a person who owns a storehouse and they reach back into their storeroom and they bring out treasures both old and new that's what i feel called to do to be one of those people that reaches way back into church history to mine for the gold, the treasure that can speak to the now. And is there a way to talk about the old, the ancient in a brand new way that's integrated with all the new insights of humanity over the past even a hundred years and say, okay, here's what we can do about this. Here's what we can say. Here's how we can grow. And say, this has been in the tradition for a long time. It's just been in the back of the storehouse. So I had a a good friend, John, who lives actually in the same town, but he works a couple towns over, actually say to me, John, you're kind of like one of those people that let's say you're at a lakeside and there's a beach and on the beach there starts a floating dock that goes out into the middle of the lake he said some people love to stand there on the edge of the lake some people like to step out onto the floating dock but you tend to be one of those people that goes out to the very edge of the dock and put down just another plank to make the dock just a little longer just another three inches just another four inches okay but it was so profound because to me that felt as though it was a very affirming thing that John's not crazy (laughs) Uh, he's still there but he's you're kind of like one of those people that always wants to invite people just to go another four inches further out in trust right of the floating dock you're not somebody that's way out there in the middle of the waters you're actually grounded in some capacity, you're standing on a tradition, but you're, you're taking it one step further. And the world needs people. The world needs people who push things just a little bit, just another three or four inch, whoa. I don't know what that sound was. Hopefully you didn't hear that. My computer just beeped at me. But to take everything just a little bit further, yeah? So, some people are called to do children's or youth ministry some people feel called to do conventional modes of ministry be like a pastor at a church with a building with a budget with pews with having to pick songs and hymns every single week that's fine that's totally good i approve of all of that the world needs that of course but i want to be free to invite each of us a little further and deeper in a way that you can't really do when you have a building to maintain. Does it make sense? When you have a budget, all of a sudden, you're kind of hamstrung on how much you can invite, on how much you can really uh, encourage people to keep growing, right? So I feel called. I feel called to sharing An emotionally healthy integrative form of the Christian faith and if that resonates with you great me too let's get on the same page about that because I think I really do want to spend the rest of my life creating and writing and hosting events and meeting with people that are super excited about that same topic and To feel free to actually ask the questions. To actually engage like, well, what do we really say is gospel? What do we really mean when we say integrative? What do we mean when we say God is all about confronting our addictions? What do we mean when we say it's time for us to grow up? (laughs) Yeah. So everything is fair game. Every topic every discipline, if it can be integrated, cool, let's do it. Because I'm kind of tired of a disintegrated approach to the faith that's, that's uh, reclusive, that pulls back from the world, that is fearful and even angry and resentful at the world rather than a Christianity that's trying to be incarnational in it, among it. Right, and embracing of the best parts of the world, and saying how can we bring this all together. So, here's the thing, and then we'll wrap this up because this was more of a public service announcement than it was anything else. I give uh, good graces and and love and um, positivity to. All the people that I've interacted with in the past. All the conversations, all of the the hurdles and the struggles, all these good things. Because even the hurdles and even the struggles can become catalysts for the next thing. and And I appreciate the things that brought me to this point towards realizing what is the thing that I want to do. Now, one of the hurdles, though, that exists now is this thing I feel called to, it doesn't have a full shape yet. And it's even beyond slightly what the gatekeepers can even imagine. So I've had some people say, like, I I don't know what to do with this. Like, this is cool, but this doesn't, I'm not sure if this has been done before. And that's not a good enough reason to try. So. Let's wrap this up. Here's what you can do if you want to be a part of this and you want to follow along. I fully expect that maybe some of you might share this episode with a friend or two. And that's absolutely fine. Go for it. I fully encourage it. Things are going to be changing. In a good way. Because life is supposed to be an adventure if you want to be a part of the adventure, (laughs) oh man, and who knows, maybe this year will be a spectacular failure, right, maybe this will go nowhere, and I will be broke in six months, who knows, right, maybe I won't even have a chance to like pay for gas in four months, but you have to try, right, you have to, and if, if this means that I have to Say, you know what, this was a good try. I felt called to do that for a couple months, at least half a year. I'm gonna to commit to trying this for a full year though. If I have to become a bartender on the side, that's okay. But you gotta try. So, you can feel free to share this episode. If you find this in- interesting, inspiring, if you feel like you know somebody that wants to be a part of learning with like a group of people, a community about emotionally healthy, integrative faith, um, and what that means for all of us, whether you identify as formally as a Christian or not, it doesn't matter. Um, I'm really not having any other agenda than just trying to help all of us step another three or four inches into our own growth and health and wholeness. Right. So, feel free to share this, but also in the show notes for this, I'm going to put the link to sign up for my weekly newsletter. So for this whole year, I'm committed to doing a five on Friday, which is just an email that has five things from my personal journal or moleskin from the past week. Just some reflections, very random thoughts, but they're all entertaining. But it also includes some of the projects or things That you can be a part of such as like an event or something that I made or something like that so sign up for the newsletter share that with as many people as you want you don't have to share with anyone if you don't want to it's okay but feel free to always reply to that friday email because it's honestly been fun in the past month every friday i send it out in the morning and by the afternoon i already have a number of people that have emailed me and it's fun to go back and forth so Send out um, the sign-up form if you want. Zero pressure. Be a part of it. Come to an event. Why not? Let's just make 2022 a quality year. And if you don't get the email, maybe check your junk folder. Just want to make sure because that might be a possibility. So... Man, I feel as though this episode was a bit disheveled, but I feel kind of energized. I'm a little hopeful, not a little hopeful, I'm very hopeful that this is a good thing. And all of us always have to prioritize our own growth. You can't wait for someone else to approve, it's time for you to grow. You need to say, it's time for me to grow and I choose this. So this is what I'm choosing. And uh, listen, I appreciate that any one of you, any one of you have taken the time to listen to this. I have some interviews scheduled for this next week. And so in the next month or two, those will roll out and those will be very fun. And they'll be alongside this topic of trying to be talking about an emotionally healthy, integrative approach towards this mystery we call life, and God, and love of neighbor, and self, and all of these good things, so my goodness, let's see how 2020 goes, maybe it will be a a fireball, but maybe it'll be a, a really wonderful explosion of good things, okay, so my goodness, it's just gratitude all around, you're wonderful, thank you for being part of it, and uh, Yeah, let's meet up for coffee. Grace and peace to you, dear friends.